welcome into episode 28 of the Best Coast Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is Brandon. I am here with the Worth Brothers. How you guys doing? Excellent, bro. How you doing? Doing great, oh, baby. Doing good, man. Thanks for covering for me on Monday when I was at that Blazer game. Oh, Go Blazers. Game. How about uh, the Blazers, huh? Man, that was Cornell? such a fun game. My voice was 100% gone the next morning. Like, it was bad. Like, <laughs> I'm glad it's back today. Oh, dude, it, I'm glad we did not record on Tuesday because there's no way. I mean, I my throat hurt. I was yelling so loud, like, the whole game. It was fun. It's, uh, yeah. Nice. Felt good to be back in the in the Moda Center and you know just cheering on the team and they look good. It was fun. It was fun, but you know they do look good. I'm excited to see how they play the Heat tonight. At least I yeah. have something to root for this year since my Broncos suck. So. Yeah, they're they're fun at least. Uh, so we'll we'll see how things progress forward. Yep. But it's I'm at least optimistic. We got some really solid young players. So yeah, yeah agreed. And Dame and, and Dame, Dame is awesome. Yep. All right, well, let's hop into some football here. We can talk about the Monday night game. Uh, did not go as I expected it to go. Um, Bears won 33-14. to 14. Uh, You didn't Fields, call that? Well, I, I called it because I needed it. Like, I, I really... That's true. Like, you asked for it. That was the exact amount of points I said I needed to be scored just so that I could win my fantasy football matchup, and I won by .05 points. So... Uh, it went exactly how I wanted. Brandon, everybody, <laughs> that yep. was the most amazing thing I've ever seen. Because yeah, it was crazy, man. There were a lot of close scores again this week. It, there was in both our dynasty and our league record. I mean, that was that was crazy. And honestly, I have to say, Fields did not look bad. Like going against no. that good of a defense, he looked. That was the good. most shocking thing. It's it's at home for him, and their defense has really come on strong the last few weeks, and they couldn't do anything against the Bears' offense. Like, yeah, I, something's going on there in New England. Like things don't look good for that team right now. I, I think Chicago did a great job of adjusting coming into this game too. They had a lot more designed runs for Justin Fields. And uh, it seemed like they were just creating opportunity, you know, for for all of their offensive weapons. We saw Khalil Herbert get a touchdown and uh, Monty. So, you know, it seems like they have a little more awareness at, at this point in the season of what they need to do to score. Yeah, they were rolling fields out and getting them in motion to, like, find the open man like it. They looked that was by far the best game that they've had. And that was Heck not yeah. the defense I expected it to be. That against. was the worst game the Pats have had all season, too. <laughs> Thank you. That was beautiful. Uh, couldn't have been happier. But, uh, you know, um, I think we – I don't know if we have a, you know, QB controversy there. We saw Mac Jones get benched early in the second quarter. He only had 13 yards passing, which, you know, it, it started out – he just couldn't hit anything. And then Zappy comes in. He got he got a little lucky with some of those passes. I, I, I was watching on my phone because I wasn't actually able to see the game because I was at the Blazer game. but. Um, on my phone, it was like, whoa, he's hitting, you know, Stevenson for a long pass. He's got, and then, you know, Jacoby with a, you know, beautiful touchdown. And then I went back and actually watched it. And I was like, okay, Jacoby actually like made that catch and got into the end zone. Right. But, uh, you know, it kind of changed for him at the end of the game. You know, Zappy had his own interceptions, had the fumble. Um, what do you guys make of this? What's happening with the QBs now? 
Well, I mean, it's it's been announced, at least I saw an alert earlier, that Mac Jones will start week eight. So um, I don't know. I think the handling of this, like I'm sure that 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 Bill Belichick and and the you know the front office and stuff wish this was handled better, uh, but at the end of the day, Belichick doesn't really care what's going on in the press or anything like that, and he'll just like say whatever he wants. So, um, yeah, because yeah, he think- tried to say that they planned it, but then all the offensive players and stuff were like, we had no idea there was going to be a different you know QB in the game. So yeah, I thought that was kind of weird, but. I, I think, you know, Mac Jones is probably going to start and I think he would have to play really bad and not just like this next game, but several games to actually lose that starting spot to Bailey Zappi. Yeah. Like he's he's a first round draft pick. Ramondre, though, 11 for 39 on the ground and a touchdown eight for eight through the air for 59 yards. Looked great again. Currently the RB eight and a half PPR. Uh, this was with Damian Harris. He didn't play much, didn't get many carries. Do you think that's going to continue, or do you think they were just kind of keeping Harris off the field a little bit because of uh, the injury still? That would kind of be my assumption. Um, plus, they you know they weren't really in this game for a lot of it. It seemed like so maybe you know don't play your injured players in a game that you're not going to win. And yeah, it, it seems like a lot of the uh, production too that Ramondre had came in that passing game on his eight receptions, you know, so, uh, you know, 11 for 39 is not anything fantastic, did get the touchdown on the ground, but uh, it was the passing game that was working for him there and they don't involve Damian Harris near as much in the passing game. So it could have just been a game script thing. Plus he's coming back from the injury. Yeah, why risk it? So. I yeah, I think the right. I think the ground game struggled more because of how far they fell behind. Um, usually, yeah. they're they have such neutral game script because they're in almost every game because of their defense. Yeah, their and defense this one, keeps it yeah. a low scoring affair the whole time. So this was rare to see thirty points put up on this Patriots team at home. Like, yeah, yeah. Mm. couldn't have came in a better week. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> But, uh, you know, overall, uh, you know, pretty good game. Um, what do you guys make, though, really quick, last thing on this, is the Chicago back, backfield with, you know, Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery. Herbert seems to be getting a few more carries. He did get in the end zone. So did Montgomery. But do you think yeah, this is like going to be a little bit more of a snap count in this one? Yeah. Is this going to turn into, uh, you know, a similar scenario that we thought we were going to see in, like, Green Bay with Dylan and Jones that we haven't really seen, or do you think that they're just going to play the hot hand and you're risking playing either one each week? Well, I would say not only do they want to run the football, but they absolutely hate throwing the football. They try and do it (laughs) as little as possible. So I, I think you want to play Montgomery and if you have to play Herbert, it's not that bad. Like he's not only a a great handcuff, but like, you know, kind of on that Pollard level where it's like, if you need to throw him in as your RB two in a, in a bye week or something, it's, he's going to get some, some work and he's got a chance at a touchdown and he's a good running back. Yeah. I I mean, I agree with that. Um, I see it a, a pretty similar to, almost a poor man's Tony Pollard. Um, I don't, I don't think he's quite going to get the consistent usage that Tony Pollard's getting, but um, I could see him, 
creeping his way toward that toward the end of the season. Would you rather have him or Kareem Hunt rest of season? Depends on if Kareem Hunt gets traded. We don't know that. Answer as yeah. of right now. Uh, probably Herbert. Kareem Hunt just isn't getting used at all. Uh, he did nope. get the touchdown last week, but he Chubb is just doing too much this year. Uh, they're not even wanting to put him on the field because of how much Chubb is doing this year. So um, that's kind of interesting to me as well. What about you? I mean, you are a Kareem Hunt owner. Yeah, I think, um, man, if I'm an NFL team, I want Kareem Hunt. I don't know why the Browns can't, you know, can't can't use him appropriately. I guess because they have Nick, Nick Chubb. Chubb. You're you're right, but at the same time, you know, their passing game isn't doing a ton. They've got an injured David and Joku. I'd go ahead and be using. He, he may see an uptick team. now with Joku getting injured, but Nick Chubb is just been elite this year i mean rb2 on you the know, year if they don't trade we still have deshaun watson coming back for the browns so i think i'd rather have kareem hunt rest of season yeah okay well let's hop over to our daily roundabout here um frank clark uh from the kansas city chiefs was suspended two games for violating the nfl's personal conduct policy this is actually really big for their defense um you know and the matchups coming up for them for the next two games because you know, what do you what do you, what do you guys think this does for them? I mean, he's a vocal part of that defense. Yeah, uh, I mean, they were already giving up points uh, fantasy wise. So, uh, you know, line up your players against the Chiefs. They are going to have some like they're going to score a lot of points. Your the other team's going to have to try and keep up with them. And uh, without Frank Clark there, um, that'll help teams try and keep up so yeah, lots yeah. lots of points on the board that's that's all it means it's I can see that over next week, so he has two game suspension after that bye, right correct yes, yes. so yeah. that'll be against the titans and the jags okay yeah, it's not gonna you got some much. running backs you can play <laughs> i mean those are gonna be some good matchups it'll it'll help it'll help Derek. well actually i think it will help etn too now that that's been clarified a little yeah. bit more so yep. yeah i think that actually is pretty big for them so uh, Rashad Bateman reme- remains on the injury report for that foot injury. And I do believe that Mark Andrews as well is still not practicing. They play on Thursday night. So this is interesting. Yeah. We're going to talk about that game in a minute, but Bateman did put in a full practice and Andrews did not practice all week. That is so scary. Um, Kyle Phillips has been placed on IR for the Tennessee Titans. They did sign wide receiver, Chris Conley. Um, they're just, taking a hit at wide receiver at this point, which means mm-hmm. it's all Derrick Henry. Um, and I believe yeah, what they do you play guys think about Robert Woods rest of season desperation. Yeah, like that, that would be the only way deep league or desperation. I just don't trust them right now. Like they're leaning so hard on Derrick Henry and this week they're going to lean hard on him. His last, I saw um, a tweet about Derrick Henry's like last five games against the Houston Texans. And it's, insane the yards he puts up <laughs> against Houston like I, I if he does that again this week oh man so yeah I that, wouldn't be shocked yeah uh we've seen Hassan Haskins get some work in the or is it Dontrell Hilliard that we've seen get Hilliard, Hilliard. yeah yeah get some work in the passing game you guys have any interest in him going forward 
Mm, not right now. No, I'm still. He's just a handcuff to me at this point. Still, they're one of those teams leaning on the defense in the run game. So I would uh, stick with that. You know, you can play their defense against bad teams a lot of times. Yeah. Uh, Mike Williams was placed on I. No, he was not no. placed on IR. He's out four weeks, which is surprising me. They're not that they're not placing him on IR. Um, he's going to be out for four weeks with that high ankle sprain. The fact that they're not placing him on IR tells me that there is a possibility that he could come back sooner than four weeks, but it looked nasty, and um, I'm hoping he comes back healthy (laughs) soon. I need you, Mike, come back. Uh, I'm just glad it wasn't season-ending and it wasn't anything major for him. Um, We'll talk a little bit about – no, actually, we won't because they're on bye this week. With them being on bye this week, what do you guys think about Josh Palmer for the next four weeks then with him being out? I mean, Josh Palmer just missed this last game, so I don't know all that much about his concussion. That was for the concussion. He should be back after the bye week. So I feel um, like they've kind of, I mean, it's been pretty clear that he's kind of the next man up now. He doesn't really like, I don't know. It seems like he fills into that Keenan Allen role. And with Keenan Allen coming back, maybe he doesn't fill into that Mike Williams role exactly the same way, but I think, think the team is like he's earning some trust out there so it's likely that the targets would start to go his way yeah he had 12 targets the week before he missed with the concussion so yeah I mean, you been could flexing him in our our best coast yeah i mean you could you could definitely see it um going that way but um andy dalton is still slated to start this week even if Jameis winston is fully healthy um, what do you guys think of that after seeing the interceptions and stuff that Andy Dalton threw? What does this mean for the receivers going forward with, you know, I mean, we've had Michael Thomas and Jarvis Landry still not practicing this week. So I'm not sure that they're even going to be back next week. And who knows when Michael Thomas will ever return. Yeah, to me, I just it, it just says that Chris Olave is going to be solid for the rest of the season. Yeah. And Kamara. Like he's been getting more targets the last couple of weeks. So there are trade rumors surrounding Kamara now too. But no, if that doesn't come no. to fruition, I feel pretty confident <laughs> continuing to start him with the targets there. I looked up those trade rumors. Those are uh it was not a not a reliable source account. I don't I don't buy that one because I looked everywhere to find that uh because I wanted to talk about it tonight. So I, I don't know that those were true until I see another source talking about that. Really, um, really are our rumors. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we talked about Mac Jones that he will start. Uh, Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Debo Samuel with the hamstring injury did not practice, and Zeke with the knee injury did not practice. They said that he wasn't going to practice probably Wednesday and Thursday. If he gets in a limited practice tomorrow, there's a chance he plays. But with them being on bye next week, there's a pretty good chance he misses this week. I think even if he does play, it worries me. I, I like them the matchup going against the bears, but it worries me to start him. I mean, do you guys feel the same way with Zeke this week? Yeah, I would, I would line up Pollard for sure. But yeah, I like Pollard this week for sure. I yeah. wish I had other options, dude. I'm in our best coast league. Everybody on my team is injured. I can't start anybody else besides Zeke. So I'm just praying he actually plays. Yeah. I'm I'm right there with you. you. I mean, I have Zeke in Liga record, and I'm a little torn right now. I'm, I was really banking on him over the next couple of weeks for the buys and stuff, and now I'm getting a little worried. So uh, 
I, but the injury looked pretty brutal. He was able to finish the game. So I guess we'll, we'll see if he rolls out there. Nothing major as far as what I've heard. So, um, Cameron Brait and Russell Gage have both been ruled out of Thursday night football. They also ruled out multiple defensive players. Uh, this is going to be an interesting game. The Bucks cannot afford to lose this game. Uh, neither can against, the Ravens. No, I mean, neither team. I, I, and if, if the Ravens are without Mark Andrews and Rashad Bateman, I don't even know. I don't know what's going to happen in this game. I don't know who would you let, let me ask you this. Would you bench Lamar this week? You're a Lamar owner. I've actually been going back and forth on this. If they have no Bateman and they have no Mark Andrews, would you bench Lamar Jackson? No, this is the scenario to me where Lamar is probably going to put it all on his back. We watched two running backs tear up Tampa Bay last week. Lamar is a better player than either of those guys. They can get it. He can get it done. Even with the work, even with how much Gus Edwards got last week, you don't think that they're going to lean on him? I mean, I think they're going to lean on both those guys. They don't have anybody else. Yeah. That's it's such a weird. I never thought I would question. I mean, we'll talk a little bit about Lamar. Like, there's no minute, way but. you can bench Lamar. If he, he's going to put up 40 points if you bench him. Don't do it. Yeah. Uh, Eagles acquire Robert Quinn from the Bears. This is just basically to boost their uh, blocking or their uh, run defense, essentially. Yeah. Uh, so it's just crazy to me. They that just, they, get even they just better. keep getting better. Uh, who? Of their remaining schedule, who can beat the Eagles? Like, if you looked at their schedule, like, well, the whole NFC East has a really easy schedule, right? The Giants too. It was like I was looking at their schedule; they might be ten and one by the end of Week Twelve. I mean, they could lose to anybody in the NFC East. They so could lose to the Commanders. That could just so they, happen. They have the Steelers, the Texans, then they get the Commanders, the Colts, the Packers, the Titans. The Giants, the Bears, the Cowboys. <laughs> like, I mean, they could lose to the Commanders, basically just a trap game. Um, let up too easy. Maybe the Packers, if the Packers can figure it, figure anything out by that point. Um, the Giants. And that Cowboys. And then, the, and then the Giants. And the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah I, I figured if I was to guess, I would say it would be the Cowboys game. Like that would be their first loss if you ask me. Um, just because it's in Dallas with Dak back. I'd be careful pretending we know anything about what's going to happen in the NFL right now. Like they could just turn around and lose every game from here on out, and it's we just have no freaking clue. So much weird Arizona stuff Cardinals. keeps happening. Yeah, I mean, uh, look, we just saw the Bucks, you know, get trounced. We saw. You know, like we we saw the Packers get smashed on by, you know, by quarterbacks we would never expect. So it's just it's crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into the week eight preview here. Um, The bye weeks we have this week, we got only two teams on bye, but they're two big teams. The Chiefs and the Chargers are on bye this week. So a lot of powerhouse offensive players are on bye. Uh, You know, you got quite a few fill in. Uh, tight ends that you can pick up this week. I don't understand the bye weeks though for the NFL. Like next no week, kidding. I have so many teams that are going to be on bye, or so many players that are on bye. It's so painful. Yeah, there's like, one I don't week where like six teams are on bye, and this that's one that's next two. week. That's next week. Yeah, there's six teams <sighs> next week. And... Why can't it just be four a week? 
consistently. Yeah, just normal, balanced out, and we can plan it's for crazy. it. Crazy. Nope. Yeah. No, they can't do that. So Thursday night football, we got Ravens four and three at Buccaneers three and four. 44 and a half point over under. Ravens are favored minus one and a half, despite the Buccaneers being at home. Um, you know, we can talk a little bit more about the Lamar Lamar situation here now. You know, Lamar started the season insane. I mean, he was on fire. Uh, he helped you absolutely destroy me, Josh. Um, oh, yeah. And and now, you know, we've had back-to-back really bad weeks out of him. Only 11, a little over 11 points last week. I mean, what is this just down to how injured his receivers and his tight end is? Or is it more that they can actually depend on the run game a little bit? I, I don't really know exactly what the problem is. Uh, some of they look like they're in every game. Um, Lamar has, it, it seems like their O-line is letting a little more pressure through and he's getting, you know, hit more. Um, I don't, I don't know, man. What do you guys think? Is there, is there an issue here as far as the Ravens go? Is their offense hitting a wall or do they go up from here? I, mean, I, I think, think, go ahead. I, I think it's Andrews. I think it's Andrews combined with just a couple bad weeks. Like, I don't think it's going to be a long-term problem unless Andrews continues to miss time. So I think we could see them struggle again this week and Lamar could struggle. Like, you know, you're talking about his number one target. So it's hard to replace that in the offense. And with Bateman being injured the last few weeks as well, uh, losing, you know, potentially his second target. It's really Devin Duvernay out there by himself. And Devin Duvernay has, you know, he's been okay and he's a good wide receiver, but he's not, like a in an elite number one wide receiver for a team. So yeah. he he's not going to be able to do as much as as you can with Andrews out there and Bateman out there. And then, you know, there's just nobody downfield the other defense has to cover. Yeah, I, I agree. They're they're able to stack the box more. It's it's just a it's a struggle. I hope to see Lamar running again and you know getting some rushing touchdowns. Like I would like to see some rushing touchdowns out of him again. Um you know, I thought he was looking like he could compete for the MVP this season to start the year. It, now, at this point, it just feels like it's uh, Josh Allen and no one else. Uh, it does feel that way. And, you know, the, Lamar can still have an incredible season. I think that's what people are worried won't happen. But I'm still confident that he's, you know, th- this team is playoff bound if they can get a little more healthy. Yeah. Uh, what about the Bucks though? I mean, do you see a bounce back in this game? I'm uh, less we, confident in a bounce back for the Bucks. What are you? What are you guys? I think that the passing game should look really good in this game. Um, they had a lot of drop passes last week. A lot of wide open dropped passes last week. I think that we should see a bounce back from Mike Evans and Chris Godwin this week. I don't know that we see a bounce back win for them. Um, with all the defensive players that are out this week for them, I still think the Ravens take this game, but uh, I think it'll be more competitive than we really think, or than they were last week. Um, I mean, that's personally how I think. What, what about you, Jordan? It's a good matchup for the wide receivers. And I agree that there were a lot of really bad drops last week. And I think those things turn around with when you're talking about Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, those guys are really good wide receivers. They've proven it over many, many years. So um, sometimes people have a bad game. Um, 
I think they'll, you know, it, they still have a really banged up O line. So that is part of the struggles. But I, I would expect against a, a pretty soft secondary that uh, the wide receivers will be able to get it done. And that'll probably open things up for Fournette. I wouldn't expect it to be near as bad as last week. And if those guys are regulars in your starting lineup, you can put them in. Yeah, definitely. All right, well, let's jump over to the Jags and Broncos, both 2-5. and five. It's the 6.30 a.m. game played in London. 40-point uh, over-under, Jags minus 2.5. Um, I think the only way that the Jags win this game is with ETN. Uh, we've seen that some you know, running backs can have some decent games against uh, the Broncos. I don't know about how they'll do passing um where are you guys at with like you know christian kirk and you know other receivers in this game how do you like how do you feel on christian kirk i don't know man i'm kind of scared of, of christian kirk but also i i like these london games and the jaguars some, sometimes crazier things happen than you know than really good receivers having a good game um i don't know I think are, are, are you confident in this broncos cornerback you know, are, are you confident that they'll, that they'll travel well to London, have a good defensive game against the Jaguars team that, you know, might might be on a little bit of a roll? I don't um, know about a roll. They've lost five straight. I don't know about straight. a roll. Yeah. Uh, you're right. Okay. That might be a way, uh, the wrong way to put it. But this, this offense seems like they can actually do some damage. They looked a little better last week for sure. Um, ETN looked good. I'm not a huge believer in ETN. Like, I'm not near as high on him as a lot of people are. But um, I am. I know you are. Uh, But, uh, you know, Josh, like he mentioned, Christian Kirk's a really good wide receiver. Uh, He's not going to be outside um, all the time in that tough matchup there. So uh, how did like with with Kirk seeing some snaps in the slot and stuff, do you feel like that'll give him more opportunities to succeed against the Broncos defense? I think you can start Kirk just because he is going to get the targets there. But what about like, like Zay Jones there, you know, he's gotten no, got 10 Jordan targets and I are both again. shaking our head. This is a week where I'm hands off of the other receiving options. I think, I, I think a this... pretty low scoring game that the Jaguars win at home in London. <laughs> uh, and yeah, in London I... town. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> uh, 40 point over under. That doesn't make me very confident in a lot of points being scored in this one, mate. Hey, you know how I'm going to fix the Broncos season? I'm going to bet on their opponent every week. It works for me. <laughs> well, oh, man, that's gross. I've thought that about the Raiders before. Just yeah. put Cortland Sutton in instead of whoever's the wide receiver in our uh, in our Dynasty SmackDown every time. We're on our DFS SmackDown. Yep. No, I've, I've already got that all figured out. It's going to definitely be a player on my League of Record team. It's worked every week for me. It has worked every week. Uh, yeah, started Juju. Bam, Juju won me my week. It was beautiful. You gotta gotta love that guy. So, um, but overall, I mean, where are we at on the whole Broncos offense this week? I mean, it sounds like Russ is gonna go. Are you okay putting Sutton back in then? Because I I benched him last week. I think a lot of people should have benched him last week. Are we back on with with Sutton? Um, I, I think I'm back on with Sutton as long as I don't have you know fantastic options on top of him but i don't think he's necessarily gonna like he's probably a wide receiver too this week so yeah. you don't have to have him in your lineup if you have better options great matchups 
running back wise, you got Latavius Murray and Melvin Gordon starting Black. either one. I'd rather start Latavius Murray. Same, but I, I don't want to start either. <laughs> That's so weird to say, but yeah, I would avoid both this week if you can. Um, I know there's been a lot of injuries. The James Robinson trade just happened. Uh, you know, some things like that. Brees Hall, you may not really have that much of a choice. Uh, if Zeke doesn't play, I might not have a choice. Uh, so that scares me. But uh, let's go over to the Panthers at Falcons. Panthers two and five. Falcons uh, three and four. Forty one and a half point over under. Falcons minus six and a half. Is that really the line? Yeah, wow. I don't know if they even win this game, and that's the line. Uh, wow, this is going to be an interesting game. I mean, yeah, are you starting? Matchup. Are you starting anyone on the Falcons? Is there anybody you feel confident starting on the Falcons? The crickets would indicate no. That's uh, it. <laughs> That's Mariota about where I'm at. In a two QB. <laughs> uh, sure. Yeah, and that's about it. Uh Kyle Pitts, are you it, it, we've talked about him is you can't start him, right? Like you No, I've seen him get dropped in a lot of redrafts. A comically yeah. large no. Okay. What about on the Panthers side? Um, DJ Moore. Are you taking the risk and putting him back in? No. Nope. Okay. Uh, what about either of the running backs, Chuba Hubbard or? Yes. Uh, okay. Is Chuba the only one that you would start, or would you start both? I think I'd start Foreman too. I think I'd start either one. I I definitely don't want to be playing both of them in the same lineup, Heck but I no. think I would start both of them if I, I think need I'm a more back. confident in Chuba Hubbard than I am. But at the same time, I mean, you never know. It's a coin flip, honestly. But they both had a pretty good week last week against a really good run defense. Well, what we I, thought was a really good run defense. I'm more confident in either Panthers running back than either Broncos running back. There's there's holes all over Tampa Bay's defense also. Especially there, this week. There are holes all over the Falcons' defense, too. And that's not just because of injury. That's in, in general. Yes. Yeah. And I think somehow this game will hit the over just because we don't think it will. <laughs> like, like somehow this game is going to hit the over. Like Mariota is going to like rush for 110 yards or something. And this would be the game. Would either yeah. of you play Drake London? No, because he was getting targets prior to yeah. like last week. I bet he has a 40 percent target share. Uh, yeah, he, he it's massive. It's well yeah. over 30. Yeah, because Look, they only pass the ball 12 yeah, times. Exactly. Like he only needs four targets a game to have the greatest target share. Okay. And yeah, I'm I'm out. I'm out on all the right, right now. I am sad, sad face on Jordan. Yeah. Um, all right. We got the Bears three and four at Cowboys five and two. Forty three and a half point over under Cowboys minus 10. We talked a little bit about the Bears already. Uh you know, Justin Fields, I think you only start him in a two QB league, not in a one QB league. We talked Definitely a little bit about Herbert's defense in the league right now. How do you feel about Montgomery and Herbert in this matchup? I'm still going to start Montgomery in this matchup. And I'm probably going to have to start Herbert in at least one league. So, again, and you can do worse. He's a good flex option this week. I mean, in weeks forward, I think. So, yeah. Has Darnell Mooney made his way back into any of your lineups yet? No. Nope. Would you? No. That's kind of where I'm at too. I want to. I want to trust him, but ooh, see, I don't. I don't know if I would start Gallup over him. I wouldn't either, but I'd rather start him than Mooney. 
I, I think I would go Mooney over Gallup um, personally, but I uh, think I'd go Gallup over Mooney. Oof. Hopefully you're not in that situation. Let's just put it. That I way. might have to play Gallup too. Oh man. That, in the same league I'm bad. playing Herbert. So. <laughs> you're down bad. It's rough. Uh, it's rough. On the Cowboys side, we've got Zeke and Pollard. We talked a lot about Pollard. You know, he's somebody that we, you know, want to see, you know, thrown into uh, your lineup this week. I think he's a smash play. We also have uh, uh, CeeDee Lamb. We talked a little bit about Michael Gallup, you guys, where you guys are at with that. CeeDee Lamb, obviously, you're starting. Uh, Dalton Schultz, though, you know, he's still battling that knee injury and, Goes in the game, had a pretty good game last week, left the game. Where are you guys at on, on Schultz right now? Um, I'm frustrated with Schultz because he catches everything that's thrown to him. So when he's in, you want to play him. But yeah, play him. I had to drop him, and that was so hard to do. I mean, he was my keeper in that league because I didn't have much of a choice. But, um, you know, that was painful to see. And, and I just don't know. His knee injury just keeps worrying me because he could leave the game at any time. And so you could start him, he could leave in the first half and you get zero catches out of him, or he could have a monster game and catch, you know, six targets and have a touchdown. So yeah, it's a, just probably kind don't of have better one, options. I mean, their like, tight end know, is so bad. Mike Desicki or something like that. He might be getting traded that you don't know if he's even going to be releasing the field this next week. He's running quite a bit of routes. We'll talk a little bit about Gesicki in this been. next one. So I'm worried about the rumors circulating though. Let's just jump over to the Dolphins and Lions. Dolphins four and three at Lions one and five. Fifty and a half point over under. Dolphins Let's minus three go. and a half. This is a massive over under. I mean, implied and total. Do you for guys both feel like it's a trap game, or is this some one where you actually want to play all these pieces? No, I think you play all your pieces in this game. Yeah. Uh, the the Dolphins have proven that their their defense can give up points. Um but their offense just puts up points. Uh, Tua came back, played great. Um, you know, you've got Tyree Kill, Waddle. You know, you're starting all them. What about Mostert? You guys confident in Mostert going yeah, against the Lions? Mostert. Yeah, I really like Mostert in this game. Uh, on the Lions side, DJ Chark is on IR. How do you guys feel about Josh Reynolds? Mm. Yeah. See, I don't mind Josh Reynolds. I kind of like him as a flex play this week. I don't mind that. Yeah, I think uh, it's, it's probably pretty good. I prefer it more in like a DFS, but if you need to find somebody off the waivers to start in your flex or your wide receiver three or something, yeah, that's it's pretty good. He should see some targets. This is going to sound crazy, but I, I would probably flex him over Michael Gallup. Yeah, I think I would too. Yeah. What about like Rondale um, Moore? Are, you, are we jumping over the next game? Well, oh, well, I guess we could. Is there anybody else you want to talk about? Are we starting? <laughs> are we starting Hawk? Yes. Yeah, yeah you're starting There's all your, your major players. Yep. Uh, what about Jared Goff though, um, as a streaming option this week before we jump over? Uh, are you confident it's in been him? Really I mean, we bad saw the last him. few weeks. Does he turn yeah. it around? Is Amon Ross St. Brown healthy? Amon Ross should be back. He didn't yes. even really suffer a concussion, just suffered the Tua rule. Yes, Amon um, Ross should be back. He should be healthy. He's an extra week away, like, removed from the injury that he was dealing with before that kept him out. So, um, yeah, I think he – is Swift going to be back? Yes. 
then I think you can probably put Goff back in your lineup. Yeah, I think I'm confident in streaming. If you had Herbert or Mahomes, I don't think that Goff is a terrible start this week. Would you start him or Daniel Jones? Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Okay. So there's, the there's a good line for you. Yeah, the rushing upside. Exactly. All right. Well, let's jump over to the Cardinals and Vikings. We got Cardinals three and four at Vikings five and one. 40 and a half, 48 and a half point over under Vikings minus three and a half. You're starting, you know, all your your normal guys. You got Kyler, uh, Dalvin Cook, Jay Jettas, um, anybody else that's like a Oh, DeAndre Hopkins, obviously. So let's talk a little bit. You wanted to talk about Rondale Moore versus like Josh Reynolds. Which way would you guys lean there? I think I'd play Rondale Moore. This one's kind of interesting for me this week because we don't know what the involvement will be for Robbie Anderson. And if Rondale Moore is still playing on the outside, I don't like starting him. Like I like Rondale Moore in the slot. I don't think I really want to start Rondale Moore. Like he was getting some more targets. Uh, you know, he had five, eight, ten, and then he dropped to two this last week. So I'm not sure exactly. I mean, a big part of that is DeAndre Hopkins yeah. was back last week and absolutely soaked up the targets. So I, I think I would skip out on Rondale Moore this week. I think I'd be a little more confident in going Josh Reynolds. Okay. Yeah. Do you guys think the, the Cardinals upset and win this game against the Vikings? No, I do not. I don't either, no. I think the Vikings uh, should be able to try and run some clock. I think Dalvin Cook is maybe the best play in this whole game. Like, Justin Jefferson's going to get his, and the Cardinals' defense isn't going to be able to say anything about it because their secondary is awful. But um, Dalvin Cook should be able to really control this game, I think. The Cardinals aren't a great run defense either. It's at home in Minnesota for the Vikings. Like, I think... I think they're probably uh, like the three and a half. I think I would I would take the Vikings still. I think um, they probably win by a touchdown. What about like uh, Adam Thielen in this game? I'll start Adam Thielen. Always got a I shot don't... at a touchdown. He's probably, but I don't like. I, I think I would rather start him if I was favored and just wanted to kind of have a, a floor play. I like then. If you know, if you need a boom out of somebody, I don't think Thielen's the guy you want to go for. Yeah, um, I understand the logic, Jr. but I, I do think Thielen's gonna probably finish as a wide receiver too this week. Yeah, he could. What about Irv Smith Jr. as a uh, streaming option for tight end with the people that don't have Kelsey, Lost in Joku, um, or Gerald Everett? Even it, it's a wasteland. So go ahead. Yeah, it's okay. It's as okay as those the rest of the streaming tight ends. I kind of like like uh, Irv Smith this week. I think he could finish pretty good this week because uh, the Cardinals are really bad against the tight end. That's true. They are. I think that Irv Smith could find the end zone this week. Like, I just, I, I kind of like that play. Do you um, like him more than Juwan Johnson, who is still going to have Andy Dalton and is against the Raiders, who are also terrible against tight end? I like Irv Smith more because I don't know. I don't See, know. I think That's I'd go one. Juwan Johnson. I think there. I'd go I, Juwan I, Johnson, and I'll, I, I'll tell you why. I, uh, yeah, I actually don't mind that. Yeah, I, I think the 
the Vikings can win this game without having to use Irv Smith. They have weapons, and it's not going to be, you know, if Irv Smith has a great game, it's because he has two catches and one of them's in the end zone. Um, Juwan Johnson could be, you know, more of a focal point of the offense and where now they're if Michael, to beat the Raiders. If Michael Thomas, though, ends up playing this week, which I don't think he's going to play this week. I don't either. But if he ends up playing this week, do you still like Juwan Johnson as much? No. Okay. That's that's where I'm at. I'm just it's I don't I don't think Michael Thomas plays this week. I don't know if Michael Thomas plays again this season, to be honest. Dude, I couldn't believe him? he came back and played at all. And when he did, I was like fully back in. He looked great. And For like two weeks, back. he looked so good. <laughs> it's crazy. And then he went back to Michael Thomas. Um, well, let's jump over to that game. The Raiders two and four at Saints two and five. 47 and a half point over under Raiders minus one and a half. Um Derek Carr, I guess, has never lost to the Saints. He's two and zero. I'll yeah. let—I mean, I'll let you guys talk a little bit more about this game as far as you know the Raiders side. You know, how do you feel about Derek Carr this week, like going against the Saints? I like—I uh, like the line here. Raiders minus one and a half. I think it's going to be a really close game uh, that the Raiders do pull out a victory in. So um, that's you know that seems intuitive to me. I think Carr is going to have a decent game. Nothing to write home about, though. Meanwhile, you know, Devontae Adams could have a great game. Um, I don't know if Waller is going to play. If he doesn't, I would definitely line up Hunter Renfro in this game. And then Josh Jacobs is like a smash play every week right now. Yeah, yeah I'm trying to look. It's not sounding like Lattimore is going to play. That, that's he what I was practice. just going to look and see. Yeah, he has been practicing. If Lattimore was playing. Because if Lattimore's out, this is a, a really good matchup for the wide receivers, which mm-hmm. means Devontae Adams could have a huge game here. Um, I think right now he's projected he, to score like 20.2 points on Sleeper. The Raiders' defense is terrible. Why did pop up on the injury report? Why did Devontae Adams pop up on the injury report? I don't know. I didn't see anything about that. Illness. He did not okay. practice because he is ill. Okay. So nothing nothing that should keep him out of the game. No, it shouldn't. Saints side of the ball, though, you know. Uh, oh. <laughs> Give me Chris Olave. Give me Alvin Kamara. Juwan Johnson, if there's no Michael Thomas. If Michael Thomas is in, I want to play him, too. Yeah. Yeah, I'd play Michael Thomas if he's in. Uh, and wouldn't play Juwan Johnson if Michael Thomas mm-hmm. is there. Otherwise, I'd play Juwan Johnson. Is Andy Dalton the streaming QB this week? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah the Raiders are terrible on defense. Mm-hmm. So I think he is. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Anybody else? I mean, obviously, Kamara. You know, you're starting Kamara. What about Ingram? Do you guys have any interest no. in Ingram? No. No. Okay. Negative. Negative. Uh, let's hop over to the Patriots three and four at Jets five and two 41 and a half point over under Pats minus two and a half. That's kind of an interesting line considering how good the Jets have been playing. I think it's the Brees Hall injury. Um, the, <laughs> I think it's that the Jets haven't beat the Pats since December 27th of 2015 in overtime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's one of like two wins in the last like 14 years. 
brutal. <laughs> like Bill Belichick absolutely has this team's number. So if they can get this win, and it would be very exciting for Jets fans, I'm sure. It would be a, a hallmark win for Salah and, and his coaching career. Yeah, I think without Brees Hall and likely not going to have James Robinson to really play, I don't think the chances are very good at all. So <laughs> like, what Jets do you want to play in this game? None. Um, I would play Michael Carter. I don't even know. I honestly, well, we just saw them get beat up last, you know, on Monday night. But yeah, and he I gets don't know targets. Like if he's yeah. the only one there, Michael Carter could have, you know, he could have 10 targets in this game. So I'll take that at the running back position. And even if it's a low scoring game, you know, 41 and a half is the over under like that. That could be pretty good for like a, a high end RB two this week. Um, I'd rather play Ramondre Stevenson on the other side. I don't think, you know, he's, he's not way up there like that, but, um, I think I'd rather play Michael Carter than maybe Damian Harris. I think this game hits the under and those are the running backs are probably the options you want to play in this game. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right, let's go over to the Steelers two and five at Eagle Eagles six and oh. 44 and a half point over under Eagles minus 10 and a half. Ooh, oh, man. Yeah, that's a line right there. Honestly, I would take the Eagles minus 10 and a half. Um, <laughs> I think I would too. Yeah. And I would probably take the over just because I think the Eagles put up 30 points. Is it because they're so, rested or because the Steelers suck? <laughs> both. Um, both. Uh, it, the Eagles just look that good. Yeah. Um, you know, you're starting Jalen Hurts, Miles Sanders, you know, A.J. Brown. What about Devonta Smith? How do you feel about him in this game? I'd start him. Yeah, yeah. I think I think he's a safe play pretty much every week with how good this offense is moving the ball right now. Sure. Now, what about on the Steelers side of the ball? Uh, you've got yeah. – it sounds like Kenny Pickett's going to be starting at quarterback. Jordan, are you, are you going to bench Najee finally? Yeah. Oh, how I weird would, is it to say that? Especially against this Eagles run D. If you can afford to, if you've if you've spent the last few weeks figuring something out at the running back position because you've had Najee and that's been a rough experience for you, and you have another option, do it. Yeah. Uh Zach was pretty excited because he got to bench Najee for uh uh kenneth walker <laughs> work working out pretty well for him now so Heck yeah um what about deontay johnson and george pickens though i'd rather play pickens i'd rather play pickens too and i don't really want to i don't want to play either of them frankly it's so weird because like deontay is getting so many targets like i'm pretty sure he leads the league in targets this year and he's just getting like four or five receptions and it's just not turning into much. But that offense really isn't scoring touchdowns. So your upside of Deontay is like totally gone. His route tree is kind of neutered too. Like they're, they're not getting the ball out there. You know, there's no 20-yard passes. It's It's just trying to stay afloat. You watch their offense and you're like, oh man, are they going to make it past the 50-yard line? I think by end of season, though, I think that Pickett starts to get it together a little bit more. I think Deontay will be fine in the season. Like, I don't think he's a drop candidate by any means, but no. 
but uh i i think i i'm you know i think by by like you know week 10 week 11 we start to see a little bit more of that offensive flow as he starts to get more catchable passes i mean i know like he gets at least like three a game that are just like they're targets but they're so far over his head that they're not really targets um so you know i could i could see something turning around a little bit for them but i think this is going to be a losing season finally for them i mean hooray i don't know that has he ever had a losing season no tomlinson never has yeah that's that's rough that's rough it's not tomlinson Um, i hate it's the entire franchise oh for sure and their fans well except the ones that listen to us but all the ones that don't (laughs) listen to us shout out to our fans in pittsburgh yeah um yeah that's the battle for pennsylvania yeah all right well we got the tennessee titans it's gonna it's gonna be eagles yeah uh we got the tennessee titans four and two at texans one four and one 41 and a half point over under titans minus two and a half i don't think that's that's, yeah i don't think that line's enough yeah same they should be you know touchdown favorites um Derrick Henry could have 200 rushing yards in this game. I was just going to say that. He's going to have 202. Josh like, Jacobs just had a career day on this team and barely, didn't even look like he broke a sweat, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyone else you're starting in this game? I mean, Damian Pierce. <laughs> Damian um, Pierce. Yeah. Brandon Cooks? No. no. Okay. Even with Nico Collins out. Yeah, no, I'm not interested. I'm out. Okay, well that's that's quick and easy on this yeah. whole game. Um, I really think the Titans could win this game, like twenty-one to seven, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. All right, we got the Washington Commanders three and four at Colts three three and one forty and a half point over under Colts minus two and a half. Uh, you know, Pittman's in your lineup. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. Terry McLaurin. Has, has this line moved at all? Because man, I'm shocked that the Colts are favored when they're, you know, they're benching I Matt can, Ryan, and Sam Ellinger is going to start. I mean, I looked it up yesterday. I can tell you right now. Give me one second here. I wouldn't be surprised if it stayed where it's at though, just because of the run game and That's everything. That's what I was going to say. Them. I don't think they need to throw the ball to win this game. Well, yeah, and the Commanders also are playing Heineke, right? Yeah, Carson Wentz is out. So okay, minus two. It is still minus two and a half. That's that's still man. It doesn't change that much for me. Heineke versus Wentz. No, No, but Sam Ellinger for the Colts. No, that changes a little bit. But I mean, like I said, if unless Commanders somehow learn how to stop the run, and Jonathan Taylor is suddenly bad at football. You know, Ellinger has very high rushing upside, very high. So, I mean, I heard, I don't know if I saw this online or not, but it was a 1900 rushing yards his last year um, in college. Wow. That's so maybe it was his last, maybe it was two years. He had, it was 1900 yards. Like granted, this guy can run the ball. So Frank also said something like uh, they don't want to limit his, this to like a run game only they, they do want to still have him throw the ball around. So Ellinger we'll went for 31 in our two QB league. Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't have enough to, to try and get him. I, I wanted all to. three that I had. Yeah. So 
Um, I think he's a sneaky play in a two QB league. I really do. Um, with his rushing upside and I'm, I'm not chasing the Paris Campbell thing now with the QB change. I don't like Paris Campbell right now. Uh, Excuse me. I would I would have been a little bit more interested in it had they not made the QB change. Um, but now I, I don't I don't like it at all. Yeah, I was out either way. Yeah. I, how do you I don't feel? That... How do you feel about uh, Pittman with this QB change? Do you want to start him this week, or would you I prefer do. to bench him and see what happens? No, I think you keep him in there. I think the deep targets can be there now. Uh, there's a chance that he can actually like get the ball you know, 20 yards downfield where, you know, it took Matt Ryan everything in his body to throw the ball 10 yards. So, you know, maybe Pittman actually gets some deep targets. And I I, I don't think you can bench Pittman. I just, I think you would really hate yourself if you benched him right now. So um, now Alec Pierce, I would probably, I would probably wait on that, but I just don't think you can take Pittman out. Um, I would try and go, other options. What about the other side though? Terry McLaurin, Brian Robinson, you know, those guys, are you, are you in on any of them? I think I'll play Brian Robinson this week. If I've got him on my roster. Yeah. Okay. I'd play Brian Robinson. That's I, I mean, I, I think you can probably play Terry McLaurin if you need to, but I, okay. it's tough. No Curtis Samuel. Yeah. Right. Uh, you could play Curtis Samuel too. They're about the same level. They're kind of like, that wide receiver, like high end wide receiver three. Would you rather start Brandon yeah. Ayuk than either of those guys? Yes, I would. Yeah, I think so. I think I would. Too. I like Brandon Ayuk right now. Yeah, I, he's I the really next game. That's kind of why I brought it up. Uh, so we got the 49ers three and four at Rams three and three, 41 and a half point over under 49ers minus one and a half. The Rams are coming off a of bye week, so they had a little bit more time to prepare for this game. Um, you know, I like Brandon Ayuk, especially if Debo is out. I really, really like Brandon Ayuk this week. Um, that's going to be an interesting one. Uh, obviously, CMC's you know acclimated into the offense. You should see full workload. Get him back in. He's good to go. Um, what about uh, the Rams side? You know, obviously Cooper Cup, but running back wise, Daryl Henderson. Are you putting him in? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, the Niners have a good run defense, though, so I'm not expecting him to like. I'm not expecting him to be an RB one. Yeah. And Nick Bosa uh, back. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he is. And then you've got um, Higby. Obviously you're starting Higby, but I think in, um, I'm curious to see if they make, I picked him up. I'm curious to see if they made any changes and start using Allen Robinson a little bit more. Um, I, honestly, I'm kind of interested in Skoronek. I am too, actually. Me and Ritter and I were talking about him. Uh, I think that could be an interesting one as well. I'd play him over Allen Robinson. I think I would. I'm not playing Allen Robinson. I I don't suggest anyone play Allen Robinson right now. Like, I'm not saying that. I'm just interested to see if the utilization changes this week because of the bye week. Like, if they made any changes in in the bye week to to try and get him more involved. Uh, Skoronek was one of the names that was rolling around my head when we were talking about uh, Rondale Moore. Um, Do you guys start him over Moore or somebody of that tier? I'm kind of out on Rondo Moore right now, so there's a lot of people I would start over him. Same. Um, Who were we talking just, about uh, when we were with, with Moore? Michael Gallup. Gallup. There you go. 
Would you uh, roll the dice on like a Skaronic? No, I no, would still I'd go with Gallop. Gallop. Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's jump over to the Giants six and one at Seahawks four and three. Forty-five and a half point over under. The Seahawks are favored minus two and a half. This this is, is this crazy. is the only game between two teams with winning records. Wow, this is an exciting week. Giants. I didn't Seahawks. even notice that. That's um, hilarious. And, and I never would have guessed that at the beginning of the season. And nope. I don't know who's going to win, man. Uh, uh, Giants. The 12th man is going to be loud. Yeah, man. I think the Giants pull it off, but I think the Seahawks put up some points. Uh, it's going to be a fun one, and I it's so weird to say that, but I think both these running backs are really going to get it done. Do you think both oh, these quarterbacks are playable this week? It. No, I don't think Geno is. No, I wouldn't want to play Geno. Okay. Yeah, I would. I would okay play Gino, especially because you're not sure what's going on with DK Metcalf right now. Yeah, they're saying that there's a chance he plays, but I don't see how. No, um, I don't either. That's. I feel like he's gonna miss this week, but I. I, I mean, you know, he's compared to me. He's a superhuman, right. so I wouldn't I do a desk job with the injuries. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. Like, oh man, hey boss. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. to my knee. I, I pretty much can't get out of bed for four days. Right. So. Yeah. And these guys are going to go play a full, yeah. Um, Tyler Lockett's in the game for you. What about Wandale Robinson? Yeah, man. I really like him this week. What I about, think this could be a big game yeah. for him. What about Marquise Goodwin? We saw him have a huge week last week. Some people might have picked him up off the waivers. Are you popping him in the lineup? If, if DK misses, I, I, I do think he's a pretty good play. That's the one. If fast. DK misses, he could be used in a field stretcher role, and they might need him, so he can. Gino does dimes, dude. Yeah, Gino. Yeah. Gino. Gino is, uh, yeah, what well, highest passer rating in the league, or highest Sounds completion right. percentage at least in the league right and now. And then, you know, obviously we really like Ken Walker and Barkley, like you talked about. I can't wait to watch them in this game. Yeah. Um, any any tight ends you're willing to play with Bellinger being if out? DK God, misses, so sad. I'm interested in Noah Fant. Yeah, See, I'm, I'm interested in Fant too. I have this feeling in my gut that Will Disley is going to score a touchdown this week. Oh, Disley time! I think I think it's I think he's going to get it done. So just you going to put him in your DFS lineup? I you very gonna, well might put him in my DFS you, lineup because he's going to be cheap. Down on it? He's going to be cheap, and I think he's going to. I don't know what it is. He's I was going to get a little Disley discount. I was scrolling through tight ends because my tight end sucks, like most everybody's tight end sucks. And uh, you know, just looking at all right, who could I play? Who could I maybe play? You might get three okay. receptions and a touchdown. I've been rolling with Gerald Everett since the start of the season. Very He's nice. gotten it done for me. Like, and by gotten it done, I mean he hasn't put up a donut yet. And that's pretty much all you can ask for. But I was thinking this week, maybe I roll out Will Disley. Yeah. Well, it's it's not a bad play, but especially if right, DK's well, out, those targets gotta go somewhere. Yeah, that's where I like Noah Fan, but Let's uh let's jump over to the Packers three and four at Bills five and one. 47 and a half point over under the Bills minus ten and a half. Packers have since Aaron Rodgers has been a starting quarterback, he has never been uh had a spread this big before. <laughs> He's uh, never been a ten and a half point underdog before. Yeah, that's how I was trying to say it. I just Times couldn't, it wouldn't come out. Uh are you starting anybody besides Aaron Jones on the Packers? Yeah, give me Lazard. I still will play Lazard. Lazard's out. 
Oh, I think Lazard's going to be mind. out this week. Uh, Would you play Tunyon? If Lazard is out, maybe, but I started Tunyon last week with Lazard out, and when Lazard got hurt and he still didn't do anything, so I don't know. Um, I'd I line don't up know. my bills, that's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Gabe Davis, love him this week. Uh, Diggs, love him this week. Josh Allen, obviously. What about Singletary? I think so. If they're favored by this much, like there could be a a point late in the game where they're just running the ball. They have something they don't do very often, but you know. Yeah, you never know. So, um, all right, well, let's get over to our last game, the Monday night football game. We got the Bengals four and three at Browns two and five, 47 point over under Bengals minus three. Uh, You're, you know, on the Bengal side of the ball, Burrow smash play right now the guy's just rolling uh Mixon still getting it done um not quite the production that we expected out of him this year but still getting it done uh Higgins and Jamar Chase smash plays what about Tyler Boyd I want to talk a little bit about him with how much this team is passing the ball six targets last week looks really really good um do you like Boyd this week as a flex play going against the Browns yeah I think it's not too bad, actually. I think, uh, you know, all three wide receivers got targets last week. Obviously, Chase had a huge week and Boyd had a huge week. And, uh, you know, a lot of people might not realize that T. Higgins still put up double digit points and a half PPR. So uh, I think he supported three wide receivers last week. Yes, he had an absolutely huge game. And I wouldn't, you know, you can't expect that every single week. But this offense is getting it going. I, I would like this i want to start pieces yeah i agree um, i want to point out joe mixon is you know like like you said he's not doing it huge on the production front but he really is like getting it getting it done he's a wide receiver sorry running back number 11 right now in a, yeah in a ppr league um is that somebody you guys might look to trade for i think you would have a hard time getting him still just because of if you can, I mean, if you can buy him low because people might be a little frustrated with his production and the lack of production from the team in general because they're passing the ball so much, you might yeah. be able to play that narrative to be able to get him in there. Um, He's scored but, within 10 points of like uh, Ramondre Stevenson, Derrick Henry, and Aaron Jones on the season. So it's yeah. not as bad as it feels, you know? Yep, exactly. But it's just not quite the production that you thought you were going to get out of him this year. Right. Well, he hasn't quite had any like really big booms, but he also hasn't given you the busts that like Aaron Jones had a, a really bad game a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And Joe Mixon's been pretty solid at like that 10 to 15 point range, I think almost every single week. So pretty much. Yeah, it was yeah. one boom week at the uh, week one. Yeah. So, so I, I would expect that he'll definitely have some more boom weeks going forward, but. Uh, I like I like how steady he is, and yeah, if you like, if you could line him up as your RB two, that'd be you know, then you're you're pretty much set. Um, but it, it's tough because yeah, you're probably still gonna have to pay up for him. He's got enough name value, and uh, with the team getting going, he could score a ton of touchdowns going forward. So, Brown side of the ball, you got Nick Chubb, obviously starting him. Amari Cooper, do you feel confident starting him against this Bengals defense? Not really. Well, I know Jordan's answer. I'm talking just just strictly to Josh at this uh, one again. The way I feel about it is, uh, it, you know, if, if you don't have better options, then, then yes. But 
I'm not eager to start Amari Cooper right now. And Kareem hunts a bench. Yes. Yep. Brutally, yes. Okay. All right. Well, uh, you guys got anything else last minute you want to add in here? Uh, go Blazers. Yeah. Ain't that the truth. 38-32 right now. All right. So, all right. Well, you guys can uh, find us on Twitter at Best Coast FF. You can find me at BCFF underscore Brandon. I'm at BCFF underscore Jordan. And I'm at BCFF Josh. All right. Well, good luck, everybody. And week eight, uh, actually, we'll see you on Saturday. It is only Wednesday. So I will yeah. wish you good luck then. Um, Enjoy Thursday night football, Thursday, everybody. Thursday night football. This could this could actually be a good game. We could have another good Thursday night football game. So, um, But thank you guys and have a great night.